This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. All right. You ready for this? Here it is. Big news. Bananas is coming to the middle of the country. Kansas City, October 20th. Minneapolis, October 21st. Get your tickets on our Instagram, Lincoln Stories, Lincoln Profile. We're going to blow these shows out. It's going to be fantastic. Kansas City on October 20th. We're at the Improv. October 21st, we're in Minneapolis at the Parkway Theater. It's going to be great. Get your tickets now. We'll see you. Charlie Fromage will be there. And now, let's get into the actual episode. Hey, Kurt, why don't I go first today? Oh, you know what? It's a special day when you go first. I love these Probably days. Probably five out of 110 or something like that. <laughs> For a good reason. Chilean man who got paid 286 times his normal salary resigns and disappears. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Anti-work movement. Well, today is going to bring great fortune to you Love it. on this episode of Bananas. Guys, gals, and non-binary pals, welcome to the podcast, Bananas. It is a formally named, very intelligent, and Mm -hmm. respectful podcast named Mm -hmm. Bananas. If you're ever looking for hot takes on important subjects from around the world, turn this off right now. This is not what you're looking for. I am Kurt Brownoller. I am Banana Boy number two, Scotty Landis. Thank you for tuning in to the silliest little podcast there ever was. And Kurt couldn't be more right. I don't, there's no saying look further. There's look no further, but we would encourage you to look further. Look further. Look, you say, I think look further is look farther afield. Look Look farther afield for a serious discussion of the news of the day. We have no idea what's going on. You could tell me it's, you could tell me what month it is. You could tell me what number of the month it is. And I would just agree with you because it just feels like time is an illusion these days. It really does. But I will tell you, don't let time be an illusion, folks, on sleeping on getting those tickets to see me in Toronto at Just for Laughs, folks. So good. Just for Laughs is the best. It's going to be so fun. I'm going to, September 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, I'm doing shows the whole time in Toronto. So come on, Toronto, come out. Come out to Toronto. We would have been doing a bananas there, but Scotty's got a, Scotty's got a, Bananimal wedding. wedding. I'm going to a bananimal wedding. Yeah, yeah. Oh, going to a wedding at Asheville, North Carolina, for um, for Julie, who is 
fantastic. Big fan of bananas, and I love Asheville so much. I said I'm going. I got the invite, and I was like, "That's this is my <laughs> bananamal wedding weekend." That's so funny. An Are you gonna DJ? Friend. Uh, I, I, you know, it's funny. It I'm not going to DJ, DJ, but she messaged me yesterday for some, uh, bangers for the dance floor. And I sent her yeah. four songs and she was like, I love that you sent these songs. They're all going on the list. <laughs> uh, so That's yeah, great. in my own way, I DJed from a distance. Also, don't forget folks, we're doing door to shore October 8th. We're doing Door to Shore, October 8th, for Cast LA. All the proceeds from our GoFundMe. We did this last year. We're doing it again this year. I'm walking out of my front door in Echo Park, Los Angeles. I'm meeting Curdy B. We're walking into the Pacific Ocean, direct. It's about a 19-mile walk for both of us. I'll be leaving my house in Atwater Village, meeting Scotty in Silver Lake somewhere. Uh, Yeah, we did this last year. We walked all the way across L.A., raised money for Cast L.A., uh, which helps uh, victims of human trafficking. Yes. And and we're opening it up this year to anyone who wants to walk out their front door and walk into the nearest body of water fully clothed. A lot of you have already been responding and saying that's going to be so fun. That's a .3 mile walk. That's a one mile walk. That's great. Send us your pics and vids. We're going to share them that day. We'll share them on our Instagram. And if you don't have a charity of your choice, but you do raise some money, absolutely send that our way. Put it into our GoFundMe and all of it. 100% of this goes to Cast LA, again, to help victims of human trafficking, gives them therapy. It just basically helps them settle back into life, gives them apartments, everything they need. It's a great, great charity. Yeah, and so you can go to doortoshore.org and for all the information of how you can sign up, how can you can start your own Indiegogo, how you can raise money by walking into the ocean, or you can That's go right. and just give us money to walk right. into we'll the ocean We'll have the link our on homes. our Instagram. It's a GoFundMe. Every single dollar helps. So thank yeah. you so much. It's door to tour. <laughs> it's door to shore too, y'all. Yeah. How you yeah. doing? I'm really good. I'm, uh, yeah, I feel great. Sometimes, sometimes everything just falls into place where you get like a good night's sleep, you eat something good, your friends are all in a good place. So, yeah, I'm grateful. I got no, no complaints over here. Nice. Uh, today was Olive's first day of kindergarten. Oh, really? <laughs> so, yes. they stop, they stop preschool and go right into kindergarten. Yeah, she gradu- quote-unquote graduated preschool on Friday. And it was like a little ceremony, and it was very adorable. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then, yeah, Monday she started. Today she started preschool, man. Or kindergarten. I mean, she started kindergarten. My, I think I've said this before on the pod, but this is true. One of my kindergarten teachers was from the Von Trapp family, from The Sound of Music, the actual one. What? There, yeah. Wait. First off, there was an actual Von Trapp family. Yes, and that's it like was... finding there's like there's a, that actual Robin Caruso family or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> My, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Who? Uh, yeah. So I had two teachers, Miss Kane and Miss Von Trapp, and she was the what? youngest of the Von Trapp children that fled and escaped. And so in the movie, The Sound of Music, when they sing like So Long, Farewell, all that stuff, she's the little one. That character's based on her. And she was she was very old when she was my. Well, also, I don't know if she was very old because 
back in the 80s, people who were 60 or 70 years old looked 190 yes. years old. They really, <laughs> truly did. <laughs> if you're 70 now, you look pretty good. You're still like, you're taking those Paloxin classes and you're doing fun stuff. I mean, um, I remember flying on it because I started flying by myself at age yeah. five. And I remember at five years old on the airplane, yes. it was just a tube of smoke. It was just a tube. There it is. Rocketing through the air yes. of cigarette smoke. Yes. And as a five, like as a five-year-old, that's what I was just like there. I mean, like, no shit. Of course I started smoking when I was 10. Yeah. It's just like, I, it was so crazy that smoking was everywhere. And smoking ages you so much. It does. But also, it's so funny that there used to be non-smoking sections of restaurants yeah. that were yes. not separated by anything. No, there's no glass. Yeah, it's like you could be walking. right next to the smoking <laughs> section. Like, gee, thanks, guys. Because you know, if you've ever been in a room with someone smoking, and if you're 10 feet away from them, you can't even tell. Oh, God, you get a <laughs> rental car two weeks after somebody smoked in one, and like, it smells like cigarettes. I once did this thing. I, mess, I guess I must have been like 17 or 18 years old. Classic. Um, classic dumb time. Yeah. We were driving on the New Jersey. No, we were driving down to Baltimore for some reason. Pick up a buddy. Mm-hmm. And um, as a joke, we sure. thought it would be funny to roll all the windows up and then like hotbox hot the box, car, but yeah. with cigarettes. Oof, brutal. I didn't get the smell out of my car. Yeah. For years. And it was yes. like maybe 15 minutes. It was maybe 15 minutes where we had the windows rolled up and all four of us were smoking cigarettes inside at the same time. And yeah, it was years and years and years that my car smelled not just like cigarettes, not like a rental car, but went went to another, it went to another level, like yeah. another hellish level of smell. Yeah, I remember that too. And it's so weird because the United States and for bananas around the world, Message us. Let us know where you are, what's going on. But I've noticed that when I travel abroad, people still smoke cigarettes like they did in the U.S. up until yes. the 90s. People yeah. don't really smoke cigarettes here that much. I can it's remember really like going on dates, hanging out with friends, and you would like, if you spent the night with somebody or at somebody's house or something, their hair smelled like cigarettes. Always. Yes, always. always. And now, never. Like It's so weird. Like. You know, whenever a friend occasionally will step out for a cigarette, it feels like a little treat. People are like, oh, I'll have one. It's been a while. Yeah. But the rest I've... of the world, when I was in Peru two years ago, whenever that what, geez, 2020, I guess, people were smoking like chimneys down there. I, that is the one, that is the, 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 the step away is the thing I miss the most about smoking. That step away from a party or from a restaurant or from a bar to go outside with just one or two other people and have that four minutes outside. That, to me, was like the best part of smoking. I think tattoos have replaced that. I think tattoos socially have replaced cigarettes for Uh there's a person across the room that I think is cute and I don't have an opening, and I don't know how they know the people I know, but I also have tattoos, and they have tattoos, and I can go over and compliment that one and ask if it's this thing, and then I get my four-minute conversation that used to be, hey, can I bum a cigarette, or hey, can we step outside right. and smoke? And I've combined them with my with my, my giant forearm <laughs> tattoo that's of a cigarette. It's from my, my elbow to my fingers. My fingers are the smoke, and so I wave them. <laughs> It's a conversation piece. <laughs> it's a conversation starter. I love this uh, three-foot-long cigarette you have on your arm. 
<laughs> what is Nick Pruer? Nick Pruer got those two tattoos on his forearms. One's like sweet treats, and then the other one says cold bevs. I think cold bevs and sweet treats in cursive on his entire forearm. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Pretty damn good. Tasty Give me treats? this story, pal. Okay, this was sent in by Katie Barsati. Probably about Thanks, two, Katie. two months ago. Sorry for the holdup, Katie. You know, sometimes sometimes it just doesn't Shit happens, fit. man. Shit happens. Shit happens. Chilean man who got paid 286 times his normal salary resigns and disappears. This was in business-standard.com. Sounds real. Mm-hmm. Sounds super business. official. <laughs> Business slash standard. They couldn't just oh, get the... Yeah. Slash standard. Yeah, or okay, something great. like that. Uh, this is written by the BS Web Team. <laughs> the BS Web Team are the best <laughs> in the business. Why credit these people? You know Why what not? I mean? If it's if it's Brian the intern, give throw Brian a bone, BS Web yeah, Team. he'd be great. Uh, a man in Chile has, uh, was accidentally paid 286 times his salary. The mm. man received one hundred sixty-five million three hundred ninety-eight eight hundred and fifty-one oh. Chilean pesos. Oh, okay. So what's that? Does it seem? Yes. yes. And when the incident came to light, the man acknowledged the fault on uh, part of the organization he worked for and agreed to return the money that was paid to him in excess. However, he soon resigned and took off with all the money, U.S. equivalent one hundred and eighty-five thousand dollars. Okay. All right. It's a lot of money. Yeah, it's enough. It's I mean, that's yeah. enough to quit your shitty job. If you're not oh, loving your job. Oh, it is 100%. Yes. Especially, probably in Chile, it's enough to maybe get a house somewhere. I don't know. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. I mean, 185000 you could still get a house in some parts of the United yeah. States for that much. It's always that thing, like, when you talk to our parents' generation, and you're like, how much That's was your crazy. starter home? They're like, $19,000. You're like, oh, And 19000 was rocks. expensive. They're like, nine. It was like, well, we paid nine grand, and that was pretty expensive yeah. at the time. Yeah, I worked two jobs. <laughs> I mean, can What's you imagine? Is- <laughs> Jesus. I think my, my house... It- I think my mom got so fucked. She bought our the house that we lived in in New, New Jersey, I think, yeah. for $100,000 in 1980. Incredible. And I think she sold it for like $107,000 in like yeah. 2008. Yeah. <laughs> That's not great. That's that not matching so much. <laughs> Okie dokie. According to reports, the man was considered a below average employee. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. That's the yes. best part. At, Banana of the week. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. At corn, uh, at Consorcio Industrial de Aliment, uh, uh, Alimentos, which is he below to be... average though? Because he definitely he saw his opportunity yeah. and he took it. Yeah. Like he had, he had the 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 chutzpah yeah. to just go for it and just disappear. Just waiting for his moment. Just waiting yeah. to pull the perfect he took punch. It. Uh, Consorcio Industrial de Alimentos, which happens to be, Kurt, one of the largest producers of cold cuts in Chile. Perfect. I mean, to be shitty at a cold cut factory I is mean, just so good. To, to rip off the baloney company. To yeah. be ripped off the baloney man. Yeah. Um, the company was supposed to pay the employee a total sum of 400,000 pesos, which was his monthly salary, but accidentally ended up paying 165 million pesos. <laughs> the incident came to notice when management checked their records and found the error. Soon after the incident, the management at Seattle um, reached out to the employee who had allegedly agreed to visit the bank to give the money back, to have it refunded. Mm-hmm. However... 
When they did not receive the amount back, they tried contacting the man multiple times for an update, but there was no communication. The yes. man reached out days later, saying he would visit the, the bank again soon with the money. But once again, the man submitted his resignation and then was never heard from again. Uh, Reports have I... surfaced, which yes. reveal oh, the man oh. has disappeared and will not be returning with the money. To retrieve the money, the company has now hired various agencies and a registered uh, and has registered a complaint against the employee. Big fucking deal. Who cares? Yeah. As of printing, his location remains unknown. Good for him. I'm excited. I hope he knows people in Chile who can get him a, a new fake passport and a new whatever yeah, their version of a social Ar- security yeah. number is. Cross through Patagonia, go go over to Argentina, start a new fun life. Oh right. He can just he just go to an yeah, exactly. I love oh, this. It's pretty damn good. I mean I I don't think I've definitely been overpaid before. I've definitely been underpaid before too. I one time I went to a friend of mine was an influencer. She was a sort of mid mid level uh, YouTube star, and this was right when I moved out here. This was about yeah, eight or nine I years remember. ago. Oh yeah, and uh, she got an offer for a free spa day over in Larchmont Village in L.A. Mm-hmm. and couldn't go, but she was like, "Do you want this?" They were like, "Here's your pass. Come, it's a whole treatment, whole thing." And I was like, "Sure." And I looked up the website, and their main thing was baths, like soaking mineral baths, huge uh-huh. baths. So I go there by myself. It's like a Friday. I walk in. You know, they give you the robe, they give you the little bracelet with the key on it, and yep. I'm like, and they're like. Uh, Mr. Landis, if you'd like to just soak in this bath, soak here, and then we'll come have the masseuse come and get you. And I was like, that sounds fantastic. They're like, if you need anything else, you know, ring this little bell. We'll come get you. So I sit in this bath. It's a huge copper bath. It's beautiful. It's hot. It's wonderful. And I'm soaking. And I'm soaking. And I don't know how much time went by, but let's say the low estimate is an hour and a half. Like, yeah. sitting in a bath for more than 20 minutes can kind of be a nightmare. But I was like, I guess this is part of the treatment. You uh, soaked for an hour and a half? Easily over an hour. I can't imagine. I can't. Like, 15 minutes in, I'm sweating bullets and I'm yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's that it was huge. And the whole room is beautiful. And they had the spa music playing. And, you know, I'm like, maybe this is like this whole thing. Maybe they're going to scrub me down at some point. It's going to be beautiful. But finally, the water starts to really kind of cool down to the point where I'm like, okay, something's wrong. So I calmly put on my rope. And I kind kind walk out just to see who's in the lobby. I got my little slippers on, and there's nobody there. And then I walk around the whole facility, and there's nobody there. And I go into what? the locker room, and there's nobody there. And then what? I walk to the front door, and it's locked. It's no, locked. no, no, no! <laughs> yeah, they just forgot I was in there and left me in this tub. They would hundred like they must have been like, oh, slow day. And so at like two p.m., I'm just trapped in this thing. And then my fear became, I'm going to set off the alarm. So yeah. I put on my regular clothes. Uh, I text my friend. I'm like, hey, they dropped me in here. Do you have a contact? She's like, I'll call my contact. That's hilarious. And when I left, the alarm went off. When I stepped out of this, so my spa day was an hour, <laughs> hour and a half of me soaking in a tub till it got cold in my own filth. And then getting out, feeling really weird and being scared of opening and knocking on every door because I thought there was a massage or a facial or a pedicure. And then just discovering that they just totally forgot I was there. That's so and crazy. Split. Yeah. But all like that, like a human being greeted you. Yeah. 
and, and knew she was you like went a masseuse will come and get you. So somewhere between the hostess or host and masseuse. And so you never found out like what happened. You never no. followed up. No. That's the best part about you. Well, it's free. Is that you never followed up. <laughs> sure, it was free. But I would be like, I just want to understand <laughs> how your business operates, that you could lock a human being inside your yeah. business yeah. in a bath, in water, where God. you could drown. I know. It's a great start to like a sci-fi movie or something, too. Like Then I come out, but it was like, I'm looking at it, and I like push the lock, and then I see I can just turn the lock, but I'm like looking around. And I'm like, are there cameras? Am I on a prank show? Was this influencer doing a bit with Ellen? Uh-huh, and then uh-huh. it was like, oh, no, they just absolutely forgot they had a client that, that day and ditched me. It was actually really relaxing. I felt pretty right. good. Great. Yeah, you're totally alone. <laughs> I was alone so, with my thoughts forever. With this guy disappearing, like, yeah. have you... Do you ever have, like, uh, not necessarily now, but when you had, like, a day uh-huh. job, did uh-huh. you ever have an idea in your head of what your, like, escape job would be? Mm. Like, if you left it all behind mm. and left the city and went, like, what would you do? Did you ever have that? I've always kind of thought I'd be a good bricklayer. A br- f- fascinating. Okay. Really? Yeah. Like, you just think that you'd be good, like, slapping on the mortar and putting the <laughs> yeah. bricks on? I think I would enjoy the process <laughs> of watching a wall that's not there slowly become a wall. And if you were really good at it, I'd be that's like, well, this is going to be here for a couple hundred years. Oh, wow. That's fascinating. I think I would like to be a bricklayer. Blair, uh, uh, I just think, what is it, like a mason? I would just yeah. think that's so, like... I don't know. Like, we all take all that stuff for granted. When you see a baseball stadium, when you see an old building, like, you know, somebody or a group of people put that together piece by piece by piece, and then we all get to enjoy it for an eternity. I I don't know. I think sometimes I think writing is a little bit like that. Like, you just kind of chip away at something, and then you step back, and you're like, oh, there's a 110-page movie. Yeah, there's a movie. My whole. How about you? What's yours? Um... A train conductor. <laughs> In, I mean, this says so much. I'm saying I couldn't be staying more still, and you are just seeing the riding the rails, seeing the world. Every time I'm on a train, I'm so happy, and uh, I, I just would love to spend time on a train. I'd love yeah. the little hat. Yeah. I'd love to have a change a thing on my belt. That sounds all of those things sound great to me. YouTube has a good you can go down some wormholes on YouTube of people that are just pumped about trains. Just like yeah. super pumped about historic trains and like when the when the it sounds off and does its old doot doot and people go like, <laughs> Yeah <laughs> And also they have like snowbuster trains, which are just like, you know, they go through oh, when there's wow. a blizzard and just blast snow and you can watch like ten minute <laughs> video. It's very satisfying. I hope you get to do that. I hope, I hope one you get day, to do that. I, I hope you get to will. build a wall of bricks and I get to drive a train through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. That'll be our five-year anniversary. But also, it is funny that they, they yeah, they, when you said it, I was like, oh, these couldn't be more different. Very different. <laughs> uh, so this one uh, was sent in by Allison Leah. Uh, oh, thanks, thank you, Allison. Allison. We like that, Allison. This is... Um, here on Wander Wisdom News. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Written by Best in the Biz, Nicole Pomerico. Oh, on, she's good. She's, she's really good. good. On August 3rd, 2022. Here it is, Scotty. Man okay. forced to use British accent to navigate car to Manchester Airport. Man forced to use British accent? 
Yeah, to navigate car to Manchester Airport. <laughs> All right. I have no idea. That sounds cool. Technology can be a beautiful thing while traveling. How do we get around a new city before Google Maps? Question mark. Thank you, Nicole. Yeah. Always let's start with a general <laughs> intro paragraph. Mm-hmm. But sometimes using that technology can be a bit complicated, especially when differences in language and even accents comes into play. One man learned this the hard way when he was trying to drive to Manchester Airport in England. The man, Mr. Gurley, shared what happened when that shared what happened when mm-hmm. that the car. Mm-hmm. There's an extra word in there. Media in the biz. When that the car he wasn't driving didn't understand his American accent, leaving him no choice but to pretend to be British. I see. The car's GPS voice system didn't understand him the first time, but when he asked to navigate to Manchester Airport while doing his best English accent, the car followed his command perfectly. Uh, one of the hun- and then he posted a video of like him having to speak in an accent to get the car to recognize what he was saying. Um, and obviously, it, the, it's just because the uh, the navigation mm-hmm. system was set to UK English and not American English, because obviously he was in the UK. Uh, very funny. But I remember. Do you remember when, um, like uh, like Tom Toms or GPS has just started? Absolutely. What a weird time. Right, and they just would like suction cup to your windshield. Sometimes, sometimes they even stayed in place. Those companies yeah. are still. I just saw Tom Tom three sixty camera driving through Silver Lake. Oh wow! Like yeah, they're so. Who you know they're very. These? Oh, I know exactly who. It's people who are going like to places where there are no uh, cell service, where there's no cell service. Sure, because it's all just it's all actual, um, like you know, satellite GPS. But now most phones can do that anyway. Anywho, anywho. I got one. I remember I got a Costco membership. Very cool. In like, uh, I don't know, 2010 when I was still yes. living in New York City. Yes. And, uh, and there was a Costco in Brooklyn. And I went there and it was like 50 bucks for a goddamn like Tom Tom GPS. Right, right. And it was a voice activated one uh-huh. that would just sit there. And then you would have to say like, Tom uh, Tom. Uh, please send me to 14 Third Avenue. And I Very think Tom fun. Tom was its name. Yeah. And so it would always be listening, but it would be when you said Tom Tom. But, I you could see. Ch- but you could change it. You could name it whatever you wanted to name it. <laughs> okay. And yeah, so, I like where this is headed. <laughs> and so mine, for, for like the first couple months I had it, um, was, hey, you goddamn piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd go, hey, you goddamn piece of shit. And it'd go, yes, where would you like to go? Yeah. <laughs> and Lauren made me change it. Lauren made me change it. She really? was like, you, yes. And her reasoning, like, I, I had to like dig through the levels of She's reasoning. I was like, woman. it doesn't make any sense. Uh-huh. Like, why do I have to change it? And eventually we boiled it down to, uh, all of this is like captured, right? Yeah, of course. Whenever all this recording is captured somewhere by computers. Yes. And when the AI revolution comes, <laughs> yes, and it's coming. they'll be able to access all of it. And yes. they'll know if you call the, the one of their brethren, hey, you goddamn piece of shit over and over and Probably over and true. over again. Probably true. <laughs> Well, like, we, it wasn't. She, it wasn't that well thought up, but like that's what I could like tap it up to understanding. Hers, her thing was more like it's just bad juju to keep saying, "Hey, you goddamn piece of shit." Yeah, and I was like, "All right." And then I kind of added the the AI part. But, well, 
We also, when we were doing Penelope Princess of Pets, so that web series for Super Deluxe, Curdy B unfortunately got audited by the IRS yes. at the end of that year. But what was the name of our business that you were cutting checks to all of us from? <laughs> business, business, business. <laughs> Incorporated. <laughs> I, I was like... So you get these checks from Kurt, who was kind of serving as the line producer, sort of treasurer for the show, started a company, an S-Corp or something, and named it Business, Business, Business Incorporated, <laughs> and then got audited by the IRS. It was like, oh, no. I guess they don't have a sense of humor shocking me. And it was business exclamation point, business exclamation point, business exclamation point. I didn't realize I was doing this in Brooklyn um, until one of my roommates pointed it out to me. But there came a point where I was buying so many house plants in Brooklyn, it was just very clear I was sick of living in such a massive city. You know, you almost oh, start yeah, to yeah, surround yeah. You had yourself. A lot. I did yeah. a lot. I had them in the shower. I had a pothos hanging mm-hmm. around the shower. I but I, I would like take you know every three days walk around with this giant pitcher and water them all. But sometimes I would say, uh, "Here, drink this, you crazy bastard!" When I was pouring water in, but I didn't even I I'd done it for so long I didn't even hear myself doing it anymore. And uh, old Zane, old crazy Zane, that roommate was like, "Why do you say that to them? I thought you were supposed to talk positively to plants." I was like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "You just said drink this, you crazy bastard." <laughs> I didn't even know what I was saying. I mean, that's probably why it's good that I don't have children. <laughs> also, it's a funny good. thing to unconsciously say. Yeah, here, <laughs> drink this, you crazy bastard. Which one do we want to do here? Tease us out into a break. Which one do we want to do here? Very interesting. I have a lot. I got a lot. We got a lot of good stories. Thanks for sending all the stories into the Bananas Instagram. Yeah. Bananas Podcast on Instagram. Uh, sent in by Molly Reddick. Thank you, Molly Reddick. Stop everything. Domino's now has a pizza wedding registry. What? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll find out more about what's hot and fresh uh, Ooh, when we come back. You dog. Uh, this episode of Banan- Bananas. If you skip the call, then maybe check the facts, but you better believe it because it ain't fake We are back, and I have a special shout-out, Scotty. Oh, I love when you do that. Oh, I love yes, it. Yes, I do. Yes, and seriously, I do. International Bananimals, say hey. Let us know where you're listening from. We have people all over the world, but it's exciting. I've noticed a huge uptick in Australia and New Zealand. We want to come there, but, you know, if you're in India, if you're in Japan, if you're in Brazil, hit us up. I need to shout out an old good friend of mine, Dave Subash. Great. It's his 46th birthday on September 20th. Happy birthday, Dave. Mm. Jackie, your wonderful wife, reached out to the Bananas Instagram page and requested a shout out. And I love that. Thank you, Dave. I love you, buddy. And uh, have a great birthday, September 20th. Absolutely. Nice when old friends listen to the pod. You never know. You never, never know. I think all my family listens to it, so that's very nice because it's a very large family, <laughs> and they better. Also, they all... know what's up, that what's going on with you. That yeah, way. that's the it's the only time I talk to them. It's a very one sided <laughs> conversation. Here we go. I got a buttload of shout outs. I'm going to hammer through them. Abigail Bam. wants to shout out her husband Cam Penner, who works Cam. in a brewery and is trying to successfully homebrew the perfect banana flavored 
beer. Do it, Cam. Send it to us, baby. Bingo. When you think you got it, send it. We'll drink one live on the air. Thank you, Abigail and Cam. Bernadette wants to shout out her manager, MK, who's the best in the biz. MK is a true leader during these very uncertain times. Way to go, MK. Nice, MK. G-Dove on the road again wants to shout out Sam. They met at a bar, Curdy B, after our San Francisco show at Cobbs. That was a fun show. Yeah. I like was that, that club. Was it the bar that we were at? Was it that next door bar? That's right. And I, it gets a little, I browned out a little bit of that one. Oh, really? I love uh, that. Well, yeah, I think when we met up with our good we buddy. We didn't eat. That's right. We went to go get food. And then yeah. after that, I don't remember getting back to the hotel, but you got me there safe. And that's what buddies are all oh, about. Oh, yeah, that's right. We were trying to go get food. And yeah. then we showed up at Shane. the place where we thought food was, and there was no food, and it was just a bar. So we kept and drinking. we had two more drinks. Yeah. That's very fun and cool. Uh, and congrats to Sam on the new job. Sam Biglin wants to shout out Sam Biglin. Sam wanted to get a shout out and says there's nothing wrong with a little self-gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Sam Biglin. You That's deserve funny, it. Sam. Thanks for listening, buddy. And finally, Alexis wants to shout out her sister for getting divorced. She's already nice. happier. And honestly, we're happier for you, too. Congratulations, sister. If you ain't happy, beat your feet down the street. Get out of there. Did Alexa say what her sister's name is? Or is no. Just, just want to shout out Maybe, maybe. That's they, the funniest part. That is, to, that is a good no tall bananas. When you're asking for a shout out, you got to use the person's name. You I don't know. I don't. shout out the person's name. Maybe it's a private family <laughs> issue, but I, I don't know. But I thought it was so good. And to anybody who's like, oh, Scotty hasn't done our shout out. I got a list. I'm going to do like five and epi until we get through all of them. But Wow. Uh, we love to hear from you. Keep them coming. Oh, that was the list. Great. That was it. That was our five. Wonderful. All yes, right, give sir. me this story. Give oh, me this yeah. story. Molly Reddick sent this in. Thank you again, Molly Reddick. You rock ass. Um, this was on The Knot. Oh, my God. Is- that's so funny that you just said that. Sorry to interrupt you. No, I don't care. But um, <laughs> this morning, so Olive, her, she was obsessed with this idea of, mm-hmm. uh, because it was her first day of kindergarten, of running into our room and jumping on the bed in the morning and Very saying, cute. first day of kindergarten, first day of kindergarten. That's adorable. And so she'd been like talking about it for three full days. Okay. And so then she comes in at 5.30 in the morning. Okay. That's and early. We're, it's, it is still dark out. Bass and we're just fishing like, early. Yeah. She's like jumping on the bed, and we're like, it's too early. You have to come back. Yeah. So then, We're loving course, you less with every jump, young lady. Yeah, between 5.30 and 6, she came back four or five times. Oh. And But Lauren was very, very, very asleep at 5.30. And then today, she was very tired, and she was trying to explain how asleep she was. And she was like, oh, man, I was when they came in, I was like... Asleep, sli- I was like, I was like rock hard asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, I was like, oh, were you rock hard asleep, babe? <laughs> yes, yeah. Like, yeah, it's like sleeping like a rock or hard asleep, but it's rock hard asleep, guys. I had that. I had that guy who tried to bully me. This little, I told that story a long time ago, but he tried to bully me, and then he said, "Don't mess with me, man. I'm a hard piece of shit." And I think it was an Egyptian Egyptian exchange student in my high school goes, you just said you're a hard piece of shit. And everybody cracked up laughing. And I was like, I won by not saying anything, which is a valuable lesson in this world. This was on The Knot, which is the wedding website where you can do all kind of fun stuff written by, oh, she's good. This this young lady is really going places. Ivy Jacobson of the Jacobsons. You don't just get hired at The Knot you know, for sending in a little a little essay about how much you love marriage. You gotta no. there is no a, really. you get hired 
You get hired at the balloon knot for that. Thank but no, you got to prove yourself to get at the knot. Thank you. Nobody's talking about it. Stop everything. Domino's okay. now has a pizza wedding registry. Don't understand. Keep going. I It took me a couple reads, to be honest yeah. with you. Thanks to Domino's wedding registry, pizza-loving couples now have the option to receive their favorite Domino's menu items as wedding gifts. What? Some people really love pizza, Kurt. But the menu item, you mean just food? Well, you know, there's, you a, there's a wide for range. A Domino's pizza? You can register for some garlic knots? Maybe. Uh, whatever your wildest wedding dreams are, we bet they include a Domino's Pizza wedding registry, right? See, Ivy's good. She's rela- She's making fun mm-hmm. of it. She gets it, yeah. There's a little tongue-in-cheek here. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think the Domino's wedding registry is tongue-in-cheek from the Domino's side. Absolutely. Domino's is the funniest pizza company. Remember when their, their CEO used to do this commercial that was like, we have failed. We are so sorry. We will do better. And it was just like photos of like the box a little smash or the pizza lopsided. It was cool. He used to do a whole campaign that was like, no, I don't. We must that. do better. I am so sorry. You almost thought he was going to like raise a pistol and be like, "No, no, don't do that. It's just it's just cheap pizza." <laughs> they do great. Um, also, the pizza tracker app. I've gotten a couple banana stories about people like tracking it in real time and how accurate it is, and that it really works. Oh wow! Yeah, no, I I, I do enjoy the pizza tracker app. Great but it idea. Is, the entire company seems to be just created for stoners. Yeah, absolutely. And there are a lot of us out there. Mm -hmm. I'm not a stoner. You know that. Uh, Well, get ready to freak out because starting tomorrow, the recognized world leader in pizza delivery is rolling out the aisle. For his rolling out the aisle? For it rolling out the aisle. Okay. For its very own wedding (laughs) registry at dominosweddingregistry.com. Quote. I'm going. Yeah. Go on there. Choosing wedding gifts can be a daunting process, especially if couples can't agree on what to register for. Our registry aims to bring couples together over their shared love of pizza, says Domino spokesperson Jenny Fouracre. Hilarious last name. Mm-hmm. Our customers constantly tell us and show us on social media how pizza plays a role in their wedding. <laughs> Whether it's for the bridal party, that makes sense. A late night treat for the reception or other day of experiences, says Kate Trimble, or Trumbull, Domino's digital marketing director. Kate, you're doing a great job. Want to be on the podcast? You might be an interesting guest on Bananas. Kate Trumbull. Sorry, not you, Jenny Four Acres. (laughs) (laughs) I'm signing up. I'm making a registry right now. Yes, sir. We wanted to make it easier for people to request something fun that they'd get excited about. And who doesn't love pizza? From our perspective, if you can give and receive a wide range of really fun, unique packages that tailor it to the couple, like a thank you card-a-thon package for when you're cranking through those thank you notes just after the honeymoon... So, Curtie B, how do you create a registry, which you're currently doing? I'm currently doing. It's super simple. Isn't it fascinating that super has made such a comeback in really the American has. lexicon? Everything's yeah. like, I, this is super good. I'm super hungry right now. I'm super sad. Super sad's the funniest one. I honestly thought, I honestly thought yeah. that there would be maybe a thing that was not food. Like a Domino's t-shirt or a Domino's mug. Mm-hmm. No. It is just money for dominoes. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. And there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 
There's 11 things you can choose from. But I it's once, all just pizza. I once won a trivia thing as a freshman in high school. My, my RA put up a trivia board. And this, uh, it was like whoever could answer those trivia questions first and the most correct would win a free pizza from this really crappy chain that their whole thing was three ninety nine large pizzas, $3.99. Mm-hmm. And I won. Wow. wow. And he was like, Scotty, here's $20. You can either have it delivered or you can go pick it up. So I was like, oh, I'll go pick it up. And my friend went. We got a Supreme. We got every topping you can get because I was like, it's a free pizza. And the reason it was so cheap, it was so greasy that by the time we got back to the dorms, it had leaked through the box onto my one decent pair of pants. And I just had a giant (laughs) grease stain from knees to hips. And then the pizza (laughs) fell out the bottom of the box. Cool college memory. I forget who that was. Must have been my buddy Lee. Do you remember when it was like a trend in New York City to have dollar slices everywhere? Big time. Huge. Yeah. It just became like a thing. And all of a sudden, they were just everywhere. Dollar slices everywhere. Because like like the slice had kind of been like creeping up to around like three bucks (laughs) for a slice. Yeah. And then it was just like dollar slices. But they all would be on like the far west side. Yeah. We did one when when you and I were writing the MTV show Money from Strangers. It was a prank show, hidden camera show. We sent somebody into a dollar slice place, and for fifty dollars, the first thing uh, the person had to do was go up to one of the employees and just start calling them strong hands and say strong hands five times. So <laughs> the person, just just a person off the street wearing hidden cameras, walks in. It's like, hey, strong hands, how you doing today, strong hands? What's on the menu, strong hands? And we we're all cracking up. And then we were like, for another $50, slide one of the pizzas out from under the glass, go out to the sidewalk and start yelling free pizza. <laughs> so they did. And all the employees run around and they go outside within seconds. All the New Yorkers passing by. She's going free pizza, free pizza. And so all the slices are gone. The guy that she'd been calling strong hands <laughs> runs out to the sidewalk. Is like, no, 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 you can't do this. You can't do this. <laughs> and without us prompting her, she goes, take it easy, strong hands. <laughs> Oh, man, some people are just made to do it. God, it was so good. Uh, Anyways, so to create a registry, it's super simple. Just add your Mm -hmm. information and select the photo, message, and items you want. Then you can share it with your family and friends on social media or just pop your uh, your wedding registry with a unique URL on social media. Wedding guests can also search for a registry by using your names and the wedding date. Mm -hmm. The knot knows what's going on. This is actually not... The worst idea I've ever heard. I think there's been times where I bought somebody like a bread maker and I much rather have gotten them pizza for their bachelor and bachelorette parties. But what do I know? I'm a jackass. But uh, creating and customizing your registry is the most fun part. You can choose from a variety of featured gifts to enjoy before, during, and after the wedding. Prices start at $15 American. For those who aren't sure... What to serve at pre-wedding festivities like bachelorette parties, Domino's has it covered with the, quote, 2 a.m. bachelor party feast. Or after you settle into newlywed life together, you know, how tired were you after your wedding, Kurt, the day after your wedding? Oh, I wasn't tired at all. I was energized. I was energized. I was like, I was hanging out. I remember I hung out until like four or five in the morning. Yes. And I remember just being like so energized the whole night and like hanging out with everyone. And then later I just found out everyone I was with was on cocaine. And that's why they were up until four in the morning. Yes, they were. And Lauren and I were not. And we're just like, we're just like so psyched, you know? And the next day just felt 
I felt great. I was not tired. I was like, I could do it again. Let's do it again. Oh, the after party after your wedding was so fun. I was drinking those buzz balls, those little, I think Oren brought a bunch of those little buzz balls. And then <laughs> to your point, people were going off. People were partying so hard. It was at Camille and Emily's. Remember that yeah. little beach house or whatever? Yeah. And we were going, and I was like, you know, I don't do blow. So I was like, I'm out of here because I was just drunk off my ass. But the next day, I remember just looking at people in the eye, and they had that like three thousand yard stare or whatever, where they were yeah. just like, "We went too hard last <laughs> night." <laughs> I have photographs from that night of, for some reason, there was a uh, like a blow an inflatable mattress in one of the rooms, but it had a plastic cover on it, mm-hmm. like a plastic cover, like a pee cover, mm-hmm. so that like if someone peed on it, it would not. Yes. And I was, the photograph is the most disturbing thing because I'm inside <laughs> the plastic cover and, and someone's like putting it like, like tucking me in, oh, but it I looks like that. someone's like wrapping me up like I just got like murdered. Dexter, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I started a thing there at your wedding at uh, with Joe Pickett, with JoJo, which mm-hmm. was, you had a great photo booth. It was like one of those outside photo booth things. Yeah. And we were both suited up. He's the exact same height as I am. And we started a thing where two men stand face to face. Like, so your noses are, the nose hairs are touching and you don't smile. And you just do three photos in a photo booth where you go nose to nose and take it dead serious. And it's on my fridge. I'm looking at it right now. And it's still one of the funniest photos I've ever taken at a wedding. Just, so I encourage all our, our brown animals, you know, live a little, go nose to nose with your buddy and send it our way. We'll post it. <laughs> um, da, 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 da. You can also enjoy low key date night or take advantage of an excuse not to cook packages. All gifts uh, will go to the recipient's email, or you can send Domino's e gift cards to use on dominoes.com for whatever the hell they want. If one of your guests prefers to give a physical gift, they'll receive a printable confirmation. How fun is that? But here's the deal. I'm How on fun. it. I, I'm making my Domino's wedding registration registry right now. Sick. They don't tell you what's in it. They don't tell you what's in it. Just a number. It says 2 a.m. bachelor party feast. It's $60. That's it. There's a that picture like of like pizzas. a quarter of a pizza or something. Then it's like dancing with my slice. Well, why and then when Domino sh- and then it's just a hundred bucks. What is what's in the hundred? Like it, none of it explains what it is. It's and like you can't find out. It's very well, let's strange. Let's get Karen and Georgia and Vince, and let's let's do this. Let's let's order a pizza party for ourselves off the wedding registry, and let's go to a bar and and do a. Uh, I, I think let me get this. All right, I did it. The hun- I, I did the hundred dollar one. I'm submitting the registry, so there's only one thing you can buy. Yeah, if I'm apparently wants getting to buy married July nineteenth, twenty twenty three. Great. Next year, we're going to go to a bar with the exactly right fam, and we're going to eat a Domino's wedding pizza party. This is excellent. I'm looking for man. I have a reason to live again. <laughs> um, you know the thing when you're young. I was thinking about this when I read this story. When you uh, when you're first starting out in comedy, and it happens to stand ups a lot, but even when you were an improviser or doing sketches and you're around an older family member, like not your parent, but they uh-huh. kind of want to know what you're doing or they want to hear a joke, yeah. or the, and it's just the most awkward thing in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can remember showing uh, an uncle and an aunt. I had a sketch TV show in college where, and I wrote a lot of the sketches and. I we had them on VHS tapes on SVHSs mm-hmm. and one of my uncles wanted to see what I did and there was one sketch that I I thought was fine but kind of like 
lowbrow, kind of obvious. Yeah. And it was, uh, my friend Skip delivers a pizza from Poopa John's, and then a guy opened, it was a, and then somebody opens the door, and he's like, Poopa John's, and then they open the pizza box, and there's a fist that comes out and punches the guy getting the pizza <laughs> in the face. And that's it. Just Poopa John's, and then the delivery guy pranks you and punches you in the face. Okay. I thought it was good college sketch, but nothing yeah. special. I played it for these aunt and uncle. They didn't laugh one time until the Poopa John sketch came on. They laughed as if it was the funniest joke in the history of comedy. Oh, so and they saw multiple sketches. Probably 16 to 18 minutes of sketches before Poopa oh, John's wow. graced, the, graced the screen in standard definition. And then got quiet again for the last two or three and then <laughs> end credits package, which was very funny. And then they were like, Scotty, that was great. That poop of John's, that is funny. And like, leave the room. And I'm just sitting there being like, this is it. Never forget this. <laughs> Comedy, <laughs> don't make people figure it out. If it's funny, they're going to laugh. If it tickles, they giggle. <laughs> poop of John's. Poop of John's. Maybe All right, I'm still talking for... about it. Maybe it is genius. Maybe it is. I love it. I um, here it is. All right, man wakes up. After night on sleeper train to Ooh. find it never left the station. <laughs> oh, yes. I love that. <laughs> this is right up your alley. Oh, I love that. Um, I cannot remember who sent this in, and I apologize so deeply. It, it, I, I've been meaning to do this story for months now, and it's finally, finally gotten to it, and I don't remember who sent it in. I can't find it on my phone. I'm sorry. That's but this okay. was uh, printed in the Independent. That's so, real. You know, it's real. By <laughs> Lucy Thackeray. Oh, I, yeah. we've done Lucy stories before. I know that name. We have? We have. Oh, nice. Nicely done. She's no Kathor Jensen, but she's okay. Thank you, Lucy. Best in the biz. Best Here it is. Bees. After bedding down for the night yes, on sir. the Caledonian sleeper train on Tuesday, expecting <laughs> to sleep through a 345-mile journey, <laughs> passengers woke up to find it had never left the station. Jim Metcalf, a regular user of the sleeper train service from Scotland to London, oh my God, reunite, recounted the strange events first thing mm -hmm. on the morning of, of, of July 20th. In 15 years of using this train and through many bizarre twists and turns, this has been the strangest yet, Mr. Metca yep. Metcalf wrote. I woke up and the train never left Glasgow. Yep. It was just sat here all night, and now we have been thrown off it at 5.30 a.m. in the wrong city. Oh, my God. Everyone must be furious. That must be so disorienting. I know. The Caledonian sleeper runs several routes between London and Scotland with its Glasgow-London overnight service, usually lasting seven and a half hours. That's a perfect wow. time to sleep. But really Passengers fun. can board from 10 p.m. the evening of departure and stay on board until 7.30 a.m. the next morning. God, that sounds fun. I would love to do that. Yeah, it does. Mr. Metcalf, who is Me from too. East Renfrewshire, clarified, Cal Sleeper tweeted that the service was on last night, let mm -hmm. people board, and just left us sitting there all night long. Oh, man. Give me a <laughs> so break. So crazy. Uh, they let everyone go get in and go to sleep and just left us here. I'm traveling for work. It's hard to even know what to say. After disembarking, Mr. Metcalf told the BBC, quote, I can't sleep after it starts moving. So I get on early and try to sleep first. So I got on at 10.30 p.m. and I was asleep by 11 p.m. That was it, really. 
of the next morning. He said there was a knock on the door at 5 a.m. And a, and a guy very kindly appeared with a sausage roll and coffee. He explained the train hadn't moved. We were told we had to get off because they needed the platform back. It was more surreal than anything else. I God. should have been 300 miles away. That is so disappointing, too. Isn't it crazy? It's so crazy. We got to do that. You and I got to, we still have to go to the Tan Hill Inn. That was that mm-hmm. pub where the 60 people got trapped yes. for the Oasis cover band up in northern England, I think. We got to go there, but I want to do this. I want to ride an overnight train. Oh, my God. From I got Scotland ch- to England. Right? London. I got a chance to do it once. Ooh. I was, um, my brother, you know, my brother's a diplomat. And so he was Ooh. in, um, it was in Prague, mm-hmm. uh, stationed in Prague for two years. And Very I was cool. in my 20s. Mm-hmm. And he must have, yeah. So he's two, two and a half years younger than me. So mm-hmm. he must have been like one of his first postings or something. And so we went out and visited him. And then while I was in Prague, weirdly, okay. a improv group in Germany. Oh, boy. Got in touch with me and asked if I would come out and run a workshop. The Yoss Andersons, <laughs> you know that joke. You know that joke. The Yoss Andersons. I had to. I'm so sorry. Such a good. That's a good joke. I've not heard the Yoss Andersons. I mean, the Yes Andersons yes. is very funny, but the Yoss Andersons is even better. Yeah. Um, yeah. They were in. Uh, they were in. Um, the southern southern city of Germany, and I'm blanking on it. Starts with an M. Munich. Munchen. Boom. There it is. Munchen. Munich, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, so they got in touch with me, and we had created this improv form that didn't, didn't exist before, right? Really? Called the Neutrino Video Projects, where oh, it was sure, like, yes. it, was, it, was a, it was a movie shot, scored, and edited while you watched it. So they asked if, 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 if we could come out and, you know, teach it to them. And I was like, actually, I'm going to be in Prague. So he's like, you can take an overnight train here. And so I was like, okay. So... I get on the train at night and I take this overnight train to Germany. It was Very amazing. Cool. Um, Prague uh, or Czech uh, trains, uh, when you go to the bathroom on Czech trains, it's literally just a hole that goes to onto the, track. the track. It just goes wow. onto the track. What Isn't a that dream crazy? Come true. Who it's wouldn't so want crazy. to do that? So, like, you're sleeping, like, you go into a room, pull a bed down, you go to sleep, but you can hear the tracks through the hole in the toilet wow. the whole time. Take Very this, weird. mass transportation. <laughs> no, it's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. So then I get there, I teach, I teach them, uh, you know, fucking improv at, like, a, a German bar. How fun. And then we eat German food, and then he's like, and then he pays me like so much money. Oh, I'm so jealous. He pays me like five hundred euro, five hundred euro. That's a big deal, especially in whatever two thousand three or something. Uh-huh. This is, mm-hmm. and uh, and I have like five hundred euro, and then he's just like, and he's like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I just think I think I'll I, my train leaves at eight eight or nine p.m. I think I'll just walk around, sure, drink some beer and see the city. And he's like, okay, okay. He's like, this is what you do. You take the train to this station. You get out at this station and you walk up. Because, and I remember this so well. He said, then you will enter Munich with power. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like definitely lost in translate. And I, and I kind of yes. started laughing. I was like, with power? He's like, yes, with power. Like yes. it's just coming out in like a specific part of the city. Yes. Uh, which was like downtown or whatever. Yes. But I thought it was like the most German way to ever like kind of direct someone how to enjoy their city. 
city. Yes. Exit with power into Munich. And then I walked around and I listened to my headphones and I drank beer on the street and it was delightful. Munich's awesome. Munich's really great too. I think everybody goes for Oktoberfest, but going all other times are far superior. I've been to both. Really? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I did both and it's fine. It's just... The thing about Oktoberfest is like I always get kind of ashamed when the Americans are like drunk uh-huh. assholes and, and yeah. then I apologize. I got seated at this table at the Hofbrauhaus and it was with these two really nice lesbians from Hamburg. I, I might have mentioned this two years ago on the pod, but they were like, we love Americans, but we hate your government. And I was like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. I get that. And I was like, I'm sorry Americans come here and mess up the city. And they were like, no, Americans are great. The Brits piss everywhere and the Australians punch each other. And I was like, oh, okay. So of the three nightmares, the Americans are number three. We're taking the All bronze right, I in like Munich. I like that. I like yeah, that. It did make me feel better. I, oh, we got to go. I love – I haven't been to Germany. We got to get Flula to go to Bavaria with us and just like yes. – he would do it too. We've talked about doing a Fraser Ween in Bavaria, and oh, Flula would be our translator and take us around. Oh, that'd be great. All right, Scotty, uh, give us one to send us home. Ooh, let's do one that we'll talk about next week, maybe. How about that? I love it. A man with a rare condition explains why he'll never date a Christie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a what a mystery! What I, a love, tease. I love it. I love a cliffhanger of an episode. Well, thank you, folks, for listening to Burners. Uh, thank you to Katie Levine, our producer. Love her. Thank you to Lisa Maggot, our real full human intern, and the wonderful Exactly Right family. Bananimals, tell your friends. Give us five-star reviews wherever you listen to podcasts. We love you. We're going to keep making them. Curdy B. Burners! Bananas! Bananas is an Exactly Right Media production. Our producer and engineer is Katie Levine. The catchy Bananas theme song was composed and performed by Kahan. Artwork for Bananas was designed by Travis Millard. And our benevolent overlords are the great Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark. And Lisa Maggot is our full human, not a robot intern. Bananas. Bananas. Bananimals, follow Bananas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, feel free to rate and review our little show. And of course, please visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Bananas merch.